please come and be among us, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Welcome to Christ Revealed. And as usual, it's good to see your beautiful faces. Just join us as we enter into a time of praise, dance, to show our appreciation to Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to sing the glory of the Lord is coming down. Hallelujah. The glory. The glory. The glory. The glory. We sing the glory. The glory of the Lord is coming down. We sing the glory. The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory, the glory of the Lord is coming. We sing one more time the glory.
for the Lord. Want to sing that our Redeemer lives and our shame and our pain has been put aside. Hallelujah. I know he rescued my soul. His blood has covered my sins. I believe. If you believe, just sing with us. My shame, my shame is taken. My pain, he's My Lord has conquered the grave. We 
Hallelujah. Our Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. And that is why I want to sing King of Glory, Jesus. King of Glory. You deserve all the praise, Lord. Just lift up your hands and let's worship the name of the Lord. King of Glory. Hallelujah. Yes, the world will bow down and say you are God. Every man, every man will bow down and say you are king. So let's start right now. So let's start right now. Why would we wait? Why would we I just want to be with you. We sing King of Glory. King of Glory. In this place. I just want to be with you. I just want to be. I just want to be. Yes, the world. Yes, the world. We'll bow down. We'll bow down and say you. God. And every man will bow and say, every man will bow down and say, you are king. We sing, so let's start, so let's start right now. Why would we wait? Can we praise him? Praise him now. In victory, in victory. King of glory, King of glory, fill this place. We just wanna be with you. We just wanna be. We just wanna be with you.
this place tonight. We don't want to leave the same. We don't want to go back from where we came from, Jesus. Saturate this place, Lord. May your presence come and dwell among us. Lift up your hands and just sing, King of Glory, fill this place with your presence. Fill this place with your presence. Fill this place, Lord. We will praise you, Jesus. We will praise your holy name, Lord. We bless your name, Jesus. King of Glory, please fill this place. Fill this place with your power, Lord. Fill this place with your power, Jesus. Mm, Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. We sing Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. We sing you are a mighty warrior. Mighty warrior. You're great in battle. Jehovah is. We sing you are a
Thou art 
Jesus. We stand in awe of you, Jesus, of your holy name. And Lord, we bow to your name. Lord, we bow to your name. Lord, we bow to your name. Lord, we sing. Jesus, and we bow, we bow, we 
we bow, Jesus. We worship you, King of Kings. Lord of Lords, we bow to you, Jesus. We bow and worship you. Hallelujah. Amen. What a good God we serve. Hallelujah. We serve a good, good, good God. My favorite part is where it says we stand in awe of your holy name. To stand in awe is like you are, you can't even imagine. It's like I, I, I cannot comprehend what I'm seeing. If you stand in awe of something, it's like you don't understand it. It's too beautiful for you to put it in words. So tonight we ask that the Lord will show us something that we, we will not be able to understand. All we can say is we stand in awe of your holy name because he's worthy. He is worthy. And I believe the Lord will be in our midst tonight. We all will not live the same. There's going to be a gift for each person here. We bless your name, Jesus. Please come and dwell among us. Hallelujah. Please go around and welcome your brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Oh, how great, how great thou art. You are God. about you amen indeed our God is an awesome God what a night to be in his presence I believe our lives are not going to be the same again in Jesus name amen hallelujah it's time to take our offering and we are taking our text from Psalm 96 reading verse 7 and through to 9 it says Um, O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. I believe we have done that tonight. Amen. Bring your offering and come into his court. Amen. Means that when you are coming into his court, your offering should be in your pocket. Amen. And it says, worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Hallelujah. Tell all the nations, the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all people fairly. Amen. So tonight the Lord, the Bible is saying that come into his courts with an offering. Amen. And it's Christmas season. Amen. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. Amen. So if you love the Lord tonight, give something by all means. Amen. And the Lord will bless you. And we have several ways that you can give. You can text to give to the number 817 
926-9772, or you can send it to ChristRevealed21 at gmail.com to PayPal and to Zelle. Amen. And we have several funds in the church that you can give to. You can give to the um, crusade. You can give to um, the orphanage, um, the Elizabeth Children's Orphanage. Um, you can give to the church. And you can also give to remember the poor. Amen. So by all means, give to a fund and the Lord will bless you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for making it possible for us to gather once again in your presence. I pray that you bless everyone given. And for those of us who don't have anything to give, I pray that you bless us. So next time we'll have something to give in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we'll take our offering. Amen. I think we'll invite the praise and worship to come back up. In Jesus' name, thank you for the opportunity to give in the mighty, awesome, blessed name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, let's sing a song to bless the Lord, for the Lord is good. Bless his name. Yes. Are you Lord? Tell him.
from your word that you are good and your mercies endure it forever we don't just know that you are good because of what your word says but you have been good to us you we, we know you are good because your word says so and we have experienced your goodness we've experienced your goodness by even you coming christmas to 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 be to be born on christmas day and then to die for our sins and then to select us and to save us You've been good because of all the things you have done. You've kept us. You've preserved us. Preserved us. Even life. Even sanity. Even health. You have kept us and we love you. And we thank you for your goodness. Your goodness is indeed running after us. Even if we go astray, wherever we go, your goodness is following us. For your word says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life so no matter what we are doing where we are your goodness is following after us it's chasing after us we worship you jesus we honor you we pray that you speak your word to us we pray that none of us will leave the same in the name of jesus christ we pray for your power and your miracle power to be with us in the name of jesus your goodness is running after just one more time is running after me your goodness your goodness is running after is running after me with my life with my life laid down i surrender now i give you everything your goodness is running after is running after me. Hallelujah. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. God is good. And all the time, anytime we are declaring the goodness of God, we must believe that God is good. All the time, it means... It's not that he's been good sometimes to us, and then sometimes he's not been good. He's always been good. And it's very important. That's, the Bible says that when God was revealing himself to Moses, one of the things he did was he revealed himself as the Lord who is gracious, who is good. That's why when that lady, the story about the lady who lost her son uh, uh, in the beach, in, in the sea, she was a fisherman somewhere in Ghana, he lost, she lost her son. She was a church elder, and she was so grieved. So sometimes how we deal with grief, she was, she was, I mean, look at Job. He lost everything, and he was able to have a good response. But this woman, of course, God will never allow us to go uh, be tempted more than we are able to, but it looks like it was a very big thing for her. So instead of her grieving and just trusting God, she started to just say, God, I mean, how can you be good if you've let my son die, my only son? Then she'll quote scriptures. Your word says that you are good and your message endure forever. But I see, until she was, she, got, she was blinded as she was speaking in church. Just like a, a Old Testament, New Testament thing, where you just be there and then the blind, she was blinded. Hallelujah. So it means that God takes it very seriously. 
because that is, those are part of his attributes. So when we tell him, Lord, you are good, it's a blessing. When we tell him you are good and we mean it, it's, it's, he's pleased with it. Amen. So let's continue. How many are blessed and believe that God is going to do something in your life and my life today? Hallelujah. Psalm 91, let's start from verse 14. Say to yourself, I'm not going to live without a miracle. And sometimes the miracles are as, you, as the words are proclaimed. I told you guys about a lady who couldn't see very well. One of the pastor's wives couldn't see well. And I was having a program, and I just said, I didn't even know who I was talking to. I didn't even know she couldn't see very well. She couldn't drive at night. Receive your eyesight. And then she just said, of course, I can't say receive your eyesight. I had to add in Jesus' name. Because if I say receive your eyesight, then I had the power. And nothing will happen if I say receive your eyesight. So I said, in Jesus' name. Then she just said, I receive it. When she went to the doctor's 2020 vision, that was the end. Hallelujah. So sometimes in the preaching, just receive hallelujah. There was a lady who had glaucoma. I think both eyes were getting messed up. And I think one of them, there was a time I said, receive your eyesight or something. And she fell back. Like the power of God hit her. She fell on her chair. Like she was standing, fell very far. And then the eyes, one part was fixed or at least started to repair or amend. Hallelujah. So many of the things are just going to be spoken. Amen. And just believe it. I believe. Amen. Amen. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Yeah, do you remember? Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Do you want me to explain why I said remember? Oh, you got it. Got it. Hallelujah. Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. Verse 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So we are going to talk about the laws of divine honor. Hallelujah. Or divine laws of honor. But we will not be able to uh, uh, go through all. So maybe two, three. We'll see how many we can go through before I stop preaching. Hallelujah. Laws of divine honor. 2 Timothy 2, 19 to 21. So honor. Honor is a very important thing. When God honors you, it's a blessing. You and I must look for the honor of God, not the honor of man. The honor of man will bring you nothing. Or it will give you temporary relief or temporary uh, uh, help, temporary enjoyment. But the honor of God is guaranteed to give you a blessing. So let's read 2 Timothy 2, 19 to 21. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, 
They are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Hallelujah. So what the Bible is saying is that in a great house, whether it's a, a, your job place, whether it's a church, whether it's a family, whether it's a people, in a great house, there are different types of vessels. There are vessels, you can go to verse 20, there are vessels of gold, vessels of silver, vessels of wood, and vessels of earth. Vessels of gold are the, the purest. No matter the heat, gold will be able to withstand it. We talked about it some time back. When you have silver and some of the precious ointments or, 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 or metals, they, 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 they can be heated up to a point, and they are still strong. Sometimes it changes how it is, or it changes the, 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 the metal, the properties, the heat, depending on the type of heat. But gold is refined the more you heat it. Hallelujah. So there are vessels of gold and of silver. Those are also good. I want to be a vessel of gold. But a vessel of silver is also acceptable. But not for me. But also of wood and of earth. No, none of us should want that. And some to honor. Now use NLT for this. And some to dishonor. Now this is very, very important. I pray that you and I will be vessels that God will make honorable. In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions. There was a time I went with someone to, uh, the person had a business, and we went to install something for someone. We went to a very rich neighborhood. When we went to install the thing for the person, we asked for water. The person gave us a, a glass of water. When I saw the glass, I said, this person is taking us as un dishonorable people. When I saw the glass, I said, Go, I will never drink from this glass. I just laid it down. <laughs> so you can tell that, the, the, that, 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 those or that glass was used for dishonorable people, or people who were not respected. But the, the, those same people would definitely have glasses that are, are, are for special guests. May you and I be the special. Yeah. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions and the cheap ones for everyday, are for everyday use. But this was dirty and was plain, the glass. So I just laid it down. Verse 21. <laughs> if you keep yourself pure... You will be a utensil God can use for his purpose. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Hallelujah. What is honor? Kabad or kabed in Greek. In, uh, 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 Greek. To be heavy or weighty. Actually, in Hebrew, to be heavy or weighty. Did you get that? Glorified, grow strong, heavier, makes himself rich, multiply, respected, be made heavy from abundance. Talking about honor. 
make honorable, honor, glorify, usually with human subject, make oneself heavy, dense, numerous. High respect, great esteem. When God honors you, he will make you have great respect. You will be highly respected and you will have great esteem. Distinction, privilege, glory, tribute, kudos, prestige, fame. I'm talking about these things that God wants to do for us. Fame, renown, men of renown, women of renown. Merit, credit, importance, notable. Wow. That's honor. When God is honoring someone, that's what he does. That's why David was, all these things you find in David. Regard with great respect. Glory. Hold in great respect. Hold in high esteem. So people will hold you in high esteem. When you appear somewhere, Job, Job was so honored by God that when he appeared somewhere, presidents, princes, all of them would keep quiet. Until Job spoke. When he appeared in parliament or in some very, with presidents, they would all stand up for Job to sit down before they sat. I see God honoring you and I, in Jesus' name. Respect, admire, defer to look, to look upon, up to, to look up to. Think highly of, appreciate. Meaning you are, you are appreciating in value also, and you'll be appreciated. Value, prize, cherish, reverence, revere, venerate. Showing esteem for one deserving of respect, attention, or obedience. Glory to God. Did you get that? That is honor. So when Psalm 91 verse 14, God said, or is it, yeah, that I know, uh, 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 for those who know my name, then verse 15 says, I will honor him. I see God honoring somebody here. God will honor you. Let's go back to verse 15. So as soon as I mention it, then you dash there. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I might be with him in trouble. Per adventure, I will deliver him, and once in a while, I'll give him honor. Not in the Bible. The Bible says, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will answer. I said, I will answer. You can put your hands together for the Lord. I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. We talked about that yesterday, so we'll not go into it. I will deliver him and honor him. Now, God honored a number of people in the Bible. And one of the people God honored in the Bible was David the king. David, there are so many heroes, so many people we should emulate. We have Joseph, who forgave. David will kill you. That Joseph forgave. Action man. That's how come he, remember Nabal? He was on his way to kill Nabal and his whole family. He said that not even a dog will, will be left to be able to uh, urinate on the wall. Everyone was going to die. The one who saved him was Abigail, who saved him. Otherwise, they would have wiped every, he would have wiped everyone out. 
So he said, blessed be the Lord. So when Abigail advised him, he didn't start by saying, oh, God bless you, Abigail. No, 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 no. Because he saw it as, that's how you and I must think. He saw it as God saving me from making this mistake through Abigail. So blessed be the God of Israel who has prevented me from. That's David. That's how he saw it. And then blessed be thy advice. Hallelujah. That's how you must see it. So you and I must be people who acknowledge God for what he has done, even though he uses people. Psalm 89, verse 20 to 28. Let me show you, or let God show you and I some of the different ways he honored David. I have found David my servant. Glory to God. You can put your name in there, but I don't need to put, I just need to read it. And my name is in there. But you can put your name in there. I have found Boris, my servant. Glory to God. With my holy oil have I anointed him. Continue. With whom, this is honor. With whom my hand shall be established. So God will establish his name. God will establish his things through David. With whom my hand shall be established. Mine arm also shall strengthen him. When God honors you, God strengthens you with his hand. Let's use NLT for this. I see God. In fact, ESV, 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 ESV. And let's start from verse 21. Go up to verse 21. This is what God wants to do. I have found David, my servant with my holy oil, I have anointed him. So that my hand shall be established with him. So God will use him to establish his kingdom and God will establish him with his right hand. My arm also shall strengthen him. So he, David will be established and strengthened. You and I will be established by the Lord and strengthened by the Lord. Wow. Next verse. The enemy shall not outwit him. The wicked shall not humble him. When God honors you. I will, hey. Glory. I, God, he's saying, I will crush his foes or his enemies before him and strike down those who hate him. Wow. Did you get that? When God honors you, hey, if I'm not careful, I'm not to give, get the point. When God honors you, we should have had a longer uh, uh, convention. When God honors you, God will strike down. He will, number one, he will crush your enemies. Your foe is your enemy who you are contending with. Look at another version. It says your enemy. So the, 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 your foe is the one you are fighting with, you are in battle with. I will crush his enemies before him and strike down, it's okay, and strike down those who hate him. Is there someone who hates you? I know the devil hates you, so God is striking the enemy down. The Bible says that, don't worry, very soon, God will crush Satan under your feet. Oh, glory. I said, God will crush Satan under your feet. Not under his feet, under your feet. Satan is crushed under our feet very soon. So it's like, don't worry, don't worry. Very soon, God will crush Satan under your feet. I will crush his foes before him and strike down those who hate him. Next verse. 
My faithfulness and my steadfast love shall be with him. Wow. Beautiful. My faithfulness. This is when God honors somebody. And my steadfast love shall be with him. And in my name, glory to God. You see the name again. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. His influence. His, 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 his power. David's influence. David's reign. David's uh, 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 exaltation from God. I will set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers, meaning that you'll be an international, he, his fame, his honor will be international, to spread internationally. He shall cry to me, you are my father, my God, and my rock, and the rock of my salvation. And I will make him glory, 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 glory. Did you get that? And I will make him the firstborn. The word firstborn is first in rank. David was not the first king. So that word firstborn does not mean first to. Jesus is the firstborn of all creation, meaning that he is the originator of creation. So David is the firstborn king, but he was not the first king. Why do I say that there were many kings and the children of Israel wanted to be like the other nations and have a king? And the first king we know was Saul, King Saul. So, but David was the first ranking. Firstborn is first in rank, meaning that the best, the first and the best, the best king, the king chosen by God, the king that God has anointed. And I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. When God honors you. My steadfast love I will keep for him forever. And my covenant will stand firm for him. And God promises you something to stand firm. I will establish his offspring forever. And his throne as the days of heaven, of the heavens. Meaning that I will establish his offspring. Now you think it's Solomon. But when you read this thing, yeah, it's through Solomon. But it's talking about Jesus. God was saying that, Jesus will come from David. And David, uh, Jesus who comes from David will be established. And David's throne, which Jesus uh, is, 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 how do I say it? A descendant of, will be established as the days of heaven. If his child, children forsake my law, like Solomon did, and do not walk according to my rules, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, what will happen? Then I'll punish their transgression. I'll punish it with a rod and their iniquity with stripes. I'll punish them. But I will not remove from them my steadfast love or be false to my faithfulness. Glory. Come on. Put your hands together for the God we serve. I will not do that. So yes, they'll be punished, but I will not remove my steadfast love and I will make sure my faithfulness will be firm with them. Yes. Next verse. We're going to 28. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, we're going to 37. Are, are you being blessed by this? Reading of the scriptures. I will not. Yes, next verse. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness. Wow. God swore by himself to Abraham. But God is swearing by his holiness to David. Hey. And that's because he's honored David. Once for 
For all I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. <laughs> Imagine God is talking, I will not lie to. I will not lie to Michael. His offspring shall endure forever. That's Jesus. His throne as long as the sun before me. Yes. Like the moon, it shall be established forever. A faithful witness in the skies. Hallelujah to Jesus. So when God honors you, this is how you must, you, you must see this happening to you. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. You must see this happening to you. Now, number one. Number one. How many are ready for number one? Are you ready for number one? Divine honor comes by God's call. Number one. I'll quickly read 2 Samuel 5, 1 to 5. There are 11. I'll give you two or three. 2 Samuel 5, 1 to 5. Now it came to pass after the death of Saul. 2 Samuel 5, 1 to 5. Then came all the tribes of Israel to David unto Hebron and spake, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. And in, also in time past, when Saul was king over us, thou wast, thou was he that led, leadest out and broughtest in Israel. And the Lord said to thee, thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king, at, to, to the king to Hebron, and King David made a league with them. In Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was anointed three times. Another time we'll talk about the three levels of anointing David had. This was the final level. And David was 30 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 40 years. In Hebron, he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem, he reigned 30 and three years over all Israel and Judah. Psalm 878, verse 70 to 72. ESV for this. Psalm 78, verse 70 to 72. I can read it here. He chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his, the, of his people, Jacob. Of Israel, his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. Hallelujah. So David was called by God to reign and be a king over God's heritage. And David did it with integrity of heart. And with skillful hands, he led them. When God calls you and I. Remember that God has a purpose for every single human being. Every single human being who, was, who, is, who, who, who has been born, was born, and will be born, has a purpose in this life. 
God brought every human being to this earth for a purpose. Now, it is only those who are saved who can know what their purpose is. Or rather, it is only those who are saved who will be able to enter into their purpose. How many are getting me so far? But what is your purpose? What is my purpose? God has called every single person, but it is only the Christians who are able to heed to the call. But not every Christian will heed to God's call. Some Christians run away from God's call. Some Christians are not serious enough or close enough to God to even hear him when he's calling. And some heed to the call. How many are getting me so far? But David heeded to the call. And there are some Christians who, when they heed to the call, they don't do it with integrity of heart. They don't do it with all their hearts. They don't do it with an open heart and a genuine heart towards God. That God, I'm doing this because I love you and I want to serve you. I'm, I'm serving you, whatever it is. It's not just in ministry. Some people are called to finance the gospel. Some people are called to do so many things, to be helpers, to be ministers. The list is different. But the question is, when you and I are called, when you and I are serving God, how do we do it? Do we do it with integrity, uprightness of heart? Do we use all our talents for God? Because it is because of what David did that God honored him. Am I saying something to somebody? Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Let's start from verse 6. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. Sorry, verse 16. Ephesians 1, 16. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Let's stay here. Let's go back, please. Very good. Now look at this in NLT. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand the wonderful future he has promised to those he has called. So this means that Apostle Paul was saying that, oh God, I'm praying for you, church at Ephesus, that God will open the eyes of your hearts so that you will understand the wonderful riches of the calling. The, you, you, you understand the, the, the wonderful future he has promised to those he has called. Number two, that you realize that what the rich and glorious inheritance he has given to his saints. Number three, you know the exceeding greatness of his power toward us. That's in verse 19. So what am I saying? I'm saying that God, through Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul was praying. That, oh God, please open their understanding so that they will know the hope to which you have called them. And you will know, they will know their inheritance, how rich and how priceless it is. And they will know the exceeding greatness of God's power toward us. That's a very powerful prayer. Because our inheritance, many Christians don't know that they have an inheritance. So that's why 
it's, a, it's an important prayer. God, show me the hope to which you've called me. Number two, please open my eyes to see the riches of the inheritance you have given to me. Number three, show me the exceeding greatness of your power that raised Jesus from the dead that is working in me and through me. Meaning that the power of the Godhead is at my disposal. But I need to understand it so that I can tap into it. Now, an inheritance, when you go, you are writing your will, it says, my, my will and testament. If you are writing your will, my will and testament. So, the old will of God, Old Testament, the new will of God, New Testament. Now, you cannot have a will which is in force unless you sign it with two witnesses. How many are getting me so far? Now, for the will to be enforced, there must be a death of the one who wrote the will. Otherwise, the will will not be enforced. I mean, unless there's a clause that says that I can be alive and then you can, the people can inherit. But in general, the person has to die. So the Bible is saying that Jesus Christ wrote his old will and then wrote his new will and then signed it with his blood. And the witnesses were the Father and the Son. Uh, sorry, the Father and the Holy Spirit. And then he died to make sure that the will was in force. He rose from the dead to execute it. Wow. Hallelujah. Thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So we, we, but we have to understand it by revelation. Then the power of the Godhead by revelation. But what we are looking for today is the hope. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand the wonderful future he has promised to those he called. There is a wonderful, wonderful future when God calls you. When God calls you, he honors you. I said when God calls you, he honors you. Look at Hebrews chapter 5 verse 4. From 3 to 4. When God calls you, he honors you. So what am I saying? Hebrews chapter, uh, what? Hebrews chapter 5, verse 3 and 4. So what am I saying? I'm letting us see. I, I want us to pray to God. God, I want to know the hope to which you've called me. What, do you, what did you bring me into this world to do? Imagine this cell phone. Do you know that someone who's never seen a cell phone before can use this to drink? Or can, can put it in a plate and eat with it. The only problem is that when you use it to drink, you won't be able to get much. But you can use it to eat. And not use the cell phone for the reason it was created. In the same way, many people are doing so many things and not doing the thing God brought them into this world to do. How can it be that you and I are living for the curse? God said, before the, the, the curse, Adam and Eve's curse, they were not working. I'm talking as, even though I work very, I mean, I work till, I mean, my kids will give bear witness till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., a lot of times. So I'm not speaking as someone who doesn't believe in work. It's very important to work because you need to work to eat. But my point is, we shouldn't live to work. We must live to fulfill God's purpose and work to live to fulfill his purpose. And God will give us a good living with good surplus whilst we are doing what we are doing. So he will make us very comfortable. He will give us millions of dollars if you want that. 
millions of dollars so that you'll be comfortable to be able to continue to do what you came to this world to do. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. Because I will eventually die and leave the money if Christ tarries. If Christ tarries, the money I have made, the money you have made will be left behind. If, if Christ comes now, or Christ tarries and we die, if Christ comes this evening, Christ can come tonight. If he comes tonight, everything that matters is, did you fulfill, not that you are going to heaven, hell, no, no, no. Did you fulfill your purpose? Was your life relevant? Did you, what, what was the use of your life? I'm telling you. Then the question is going to be, okay, I came here, I worked, I didn't do much. Okay, come to the blessed heaven, but just sit down. Just stay in, in outer darkness. <laughs> In the voice quarters, just stay there. <laughs> but you'll be in heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because we don't go to heaven because of what we do. We go to heaven because of what he did. Only by faith in Jesus Christ, we go to heaven. So we don't work to go to heaven. But we work for rewards. But did you fulfill God what I told you to do? Yes, I did. Let's see. Okay, you did half. Okay. Experience the blessing. I did 100% experience the blessing because no matter what we do, we are not. if we succeed, we didn't do it. God did it. Because none of us can succeed on our own without God. Nothing can succeed. Oh, you can put your hands together for the Lord. Nothing can succeed in my life and your life without God's hand. Imagine. Imagine the baby in the womb. All the baby believes is that, look, this is life. There's nothing after this. This is all there is. But actually, we here consider those in the womb not yet born. They are not yet living. Oh, they are living, but they are not yet. They don't, we don't count. There are some countries that count from the time of conception. <laughs> but we count from the time the baby comes out. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when the baby comes out, then the baby starts life. But in heaven, they see us as in the womb. Now, we, are, we have not started life yet. When we die and we go to heaven, then life begins. Oh, I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So my purpose is to please the Lord, to do well, to, be, to, to succeed at work, to be financially able with different businesses, very, very financially able, so that I'll be comfortable to do what God brought me into this world to do. I pray that that's the same for you folk. So the hope to which he has called you. Hebrews 5, 3. And by reason hereof, he ought us for the people so also. But let's start from verse 1. Let's go to NLT. Or ESV. ESV. It's very important. Divine honor. You see, David lived for God. When you look at Solomon, God asked Solomon, what do you want? This should teach us God's mind, how God works. What do you want, Solomon? I want wisdom and understanding and knowledge to be able to go in and out from amongst your people and to judge this great nation. Wow, God said, you did not ask for money. You did not ask for long life. You did not ask for riches or the lives of your enemies. You asked for something that was connected to your purpose. 
I'll bless you. I'll make you richer. Than, the things you didn't ask for, I'll give you more than you could ever imagine. That's how God is. All God wants to know is that he has your heart. When he knows he has your heart, Abraham, he gave him so many promises. It was when Abraham took the knife, Abraham, do not touch the lad. Now I know that you fear God. And you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Now then the blessings started to flow. All God wants is to know that he has your heart. When he knows that he has your heart. Oh, there's one pastor who was going through difficulties. Difficulties. Then when God blessed him the first, I said, look, God is now going to, you are now going to see what honor is. God is going to bless you. Ever since then, oh, as for the blessings, they keep coming. They overwhelm the guy and his family. Because God was able to show that, look, I have your heart. You are, yeah. That's all he's looking for. Then he will honor you. I said he will honor you. Who? Oh, I said he will honor you. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weaknesses. That's a pastor, whoever it is. They are taken from among people. I was in the church sitting down listening. And God said, do something else. It doesn't mean everyone here has to be. It's, I'm just talking about what I happened with me. Many of us here could, God could have different things for everyone here. It, it does not necessarily mean that everyone has to be a pastor. There are so many things that God has called people to do. So many things. Because of this, he is obligated to offer sacrifices for his own sins. That's the pastor, the high priest. Just as he does for those of the people. And no man takes this honor for himself, but only when God, only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So it's not, this is not specific to Aaron. Aaron is an example when you look at this. No one takes this honor for himself, but only when called by God, just as Aaron was called, or just as David was called. Look at this in King James. What do you think? No man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. Glory to God. That's the first. I pray that you and I will pray to God. God, why did you bring me to this earth? What was your purpose for me coming? Think about it. All the people who lived worked hard, died off. What was their purpose? Even Steve Jobs, he brought Apple, those who like Apple. I'm an Android folk man. <laughs> but those who like Apple, he came to give you Apple, but he's gone. Very soon, the kind of artificial, artificial intelligence and things that are there Apple, give it some time. Who is Steve Jobs? What's Apple? Because that's how life is. Life is such that 
if you don't do something for God, your relevance will not last. Let me give you an example. Let's assume you have, this is a cup with hot water. When I bring it here, what will you and I see? Vapor. We'll see vapor that comes out. How many get what I'm saying? If it's hot, hot water, you see vapor. Now, how long does the vapor last? Very short. God said, what is life? It is but a vapor that appears for a little while and vanishes away. So, our lives are like vapor. It appears and then that's it. Now, if you have perfume and I spray the perfume, one, it's also like a vapor and mist. It appears for a while, it vanishes. What's the difference? There's an aroma left. When you serve glory to God, when you serve God, when you are called of God and you heed to the call, your aroma, what you've done will last. Your name will last. Your aroma will last for some time. It will last. The effects of what you did will last. Look how God honored Billy Graham. I see God honoring you and I also. I said, I see God honoring you and I also. In the name of Jesus. So, laws of divine honor. Number one, divine honor comes by God's call. Because you cannot be great unless you are able to fulfill the reason God brought you to the world. Maybe God brought you to the world to do something. Do you know that you and I, if we fulfill God's will or we are in God's will, we will be the best at what we are doing. There will be no one like us in that. Because you are doing exactly what God called you to do. Think about it. If you and I are fulfilling the purpose for which God created us. I mean, there are so many things this phone can do. So many things, but many people don't use it much. But there's a lot it can do. There are certain people when they have phones, certain types of phones, they can only they, they just use it to make calls, uh, 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 emails, texts, WhatsApp, and that's it. But the phone can do much more. <laughs> the phone can do much more. So I pray that you would pray to God and ask him why you were brought here. Ephesians 2 says we are his masterpiece, created, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Use NLT, Ephesians 2.10. We are his masterpiece. We are, we are the best of all God's creation. You can't get anything better than humans. Angels were not created in the image of God. That's why Satan is jealous of us. You and I are created in the image of God. We fell, but in Christ we are back in standing, created after God in righteousness and true holiness. So if you and I are able to fulfill, find out why am I on earth, God will bless you. God will make you great, and God will make you excel in your profession, the job you are doing. You will excel in it. You will 
blossom in it. You will be, you will flourish. Are there examples? Look at Daniel. Daniel's purpose. Look at the book of Daniel. We all know Daniel by the revelations, by the things he did. What do we, what do we know Daniel by? Daniel and his prophecies, his interpreting, interpret, interpretation of dreams, the lion's den. That's how we know Daniel. But Daniel was a great man. He was second in command. Under the first world empire, Daniel was second in command to the emperor. Under Belshazzar, second in command. Under the Medo-Persian Empire, Daniel, there were 120 princes that governed the Persian Empire. And there were three presidents that oversaw or were overseeing the 120 presidents. And Daniel was first. So God will bless us in our profession. But we would excel. We will flourish. Glory to God in what he created us to do. Look at Daniel. Do we know the names of the other people? The three presidents? No. Do we even know the Persian emperor? Cyrus, Garabu, Darius. Do we know them? Do we know about them? Axesis. We don't know much about many of these Persian people because they were not relevant. But we know about Daniel because Daniel fulfilled his purpose. God said, I have found David in Acts. The son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, I give him this testimony that he's a man after my own heart who will fulfill all my will. Everything I brought him to this world to do, David will fulfill it. I'm happy with him. I have a testimony. So if God knows that you fulfill your purpose, he'll be happy with you. I, the apostle said that I may know him. I want to apprehend the, the thing that Christ apprehended me for. Christ apprehended me for a reason. I want to lay hold of it and apprehend it. May you and I apprehend it. In Jesus' name. So, so it just means pray about it and ask God to show you what he's, he's, he's called you to do. And he will show it to you. And it will come naturally. And you will love it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You will love it. It won't be grievous. Just before I continue, it won't be grievous. When God has called you, it will be sweet. It will be difficult. It, I'm not saying it, it can be difficult. It can be tiring, but you will love it. Number two. I think I'll only be able to do two. Divine honor is found in the place of prayer. What do you think? It's found in the place of prayer. Got it? John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my father's hand, out of my hand. My father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. The verse we are looking for is, my sheep recognize my voice or know my voice. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep know my voice. And let's, let's go back to it. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. How is God going to know you? How do you know someone? 
You know someone by speaking to them. If how can I know you? Sister Emma, how will I be able to know if I don't speak to you? It's when we speak. So as we speak, then we know each other. You call, we chat, hallelujah, like we've been doing. Then you get to know me. I get to know you. Hallelujah. Because my sheep hear my voice. In the same way, how will you know him? You can only know him, know him by calling and talking. In the same way, how will you know God? You can only know God by talking to him. And then, of course, you know him by hearing from him. He knows you by talking to you. You talking to him. You talk, I talk. You talk, I talk. Divine honor comes in the place of prayer. Fellowship is maintained by constant conversation. Daniel was honored by God, and that's why he was so great. Daniel knelt down three times a day. Three times a day. Is your voice known in heaven? Glory. Is your voice known in heaven? Or when I pray? Wow, I've not heard this voice in a long time. Who, uh, uh, of course, God will know, but the angels will be like, which one? Oh! Because <clears throat> God is all-knowing. The angels are not. <clears throat> Do we have our quiet time? God, see, God yearns to hear our voice. Our loving father, he, he yearns. Imagine the creator of the cosmos, the creator of the universe. Hey, let there be. That was it. Look at the billions of galaxies and stars. Even just the earth itself or just our solar system is enough. But look at everything. And yet, he yearns to hear from us. The big God, the one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, he yearns to hear from us. And when he hears from us, he says that, look, I know this person and I'll make him great. Imagine you're always talking to, maybe in the, <clears throat> in the West, this will not hold. But in Africa, it will hold or in the second world or third world countries. What am I talking about? Imagine you know a second world or third world president, and you talk to the president, and he talks to you on a regular basis. What contracts, or what will you not get? <laughs> what will you, name it. Name it, he, he will make you great. Look at Mordecai. That, when, you, when you talk about honor, <laughs> hey man, was going to hang them in a gallows. He prepared gallows for Mordecai because Mordecai didn't kneel. Then, when the king found out he was sleeping restless, when God is going to honor you, it's very simple. The king was restless. Mordecai was just somewhere in the gates, somewhere, nobody. The king was restless. Then he, he went and just started to read. Then he realized that there was a certain Mordecai or Mordecai Hmm. My cousin's called Mordecai. <laughs> it's not Mordecai, but it's okay. <clears throat> a certain Mordecai saved me. I was about to be assassinated, and he was able to report the matter. What was done for him? And he heard nothing was done. 
And he said, no, someone who saved my life. Haman, come. Haman thought it was him. So everything Haman was going to say, he felt it to be done to him. What should I do to honor someone I want to honor? Hey, Haman said, give him your ring. Do this for him. Put him in a, a, a go, it was a purple attack. Uh, this, do this for him. Parade him. Do this for Mordecai. Do it for him. One day, just in one day, Mordecai became great. One day. When God is honoring you, it's, a simp- it's simple. It's, it won't take long. One day. So that it's one day. What happened to Joseph? He was in the innermost dungeon. One day, he took a problem. God always is ready. He would always use a problem to lift you up or lift us up. Not our problem, but someone's problem. The king was distressed. How, what, this dream, I need the interpretation of the dream. Oh, I know a certain Joseph. I know a certain Joseph. Meanwhile, he had promised Joseph that as soon as he goes, leaves, he would tell about the king about him. But do you know that if he had fulfilled his promise, Joseph would not have been prime minister. God is great. God sees the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. God is so high that he sees everything and he knows everything. He's planned everything for us. He's planned our lives. He's planned our success already. So Joseph, Joseph came to the king interpreted it and the king said you are going to be the one who is going to be in charge I'm going to make you so great that you are even going to be greater than me unless I'm on the throne Uh, I want to put your hands together for Jesus yes yes that's honor so you see that prayer makes a difference how many are going to pray now let's look at at, at an example of someone who prayed and what God did for him. First Chronicles 4, 9 and 10. I think we'll just wrap up with this one. <clears throat> First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. I believe you all know the story of Jabez or Jabez. <clears throat> depending, on, depending on where you come from, you can pronounce it in a different way. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that it would it wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested. Look at this in NLT. Divine honor comes by prayer. Verse 9, please. There was a man named Jabez who was more distinguished than any of his brothers or more honorable. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. Verse 10. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and extend my lands. 
Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Now, this is very important. Why is it important? When you read the story of Jabez, you will see that he was only more honorable or more distinguished than his brethren because he prayed. But before he prayed, he must have been a zero. He must have been a zero. Glory to God. He will move from a zero to a hero. <clears throat> he was a zero. And that's why we should be careful what we name our children. There are some people who name the child, oh, it is because of something. Or, I came to suffer. Yeah, if you came to suffer, don't name the child, I came to suffer. If you, if, 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 oh, oh I'm cursed, then you name the child, I'm cursed. So the mother, that, that name Jabez means, I, I, he came out of my pain. I bet his mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. So this man was a nobody. No one respected him. When there were meetings and he spoke, people were like, well, <clears throat> that's what happened with Jabez. He was, he was unknown. He was not relevant. He was a nobody. At least according to people. But in God's eyes, everybody is a somebody. But in human terms, he was a nobody. I don't know if you are getting the picture. And then one day, <clears throat> as he was rejected, <clears throat> and he, 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 he was, a, I mean, he, he was rejected and they brushed him aside. And he was hurting. He just bent his head in pain. Then he said, from today, I'm going to pray. This doesn't mean he prayed only once. But it just means he prayed. Oh, God of Israel, my God, please bless me and extend my lands. Please be with me, oh God. I'm sure in tears. In everything I do and keep me from trouble, oh God, and pain. And God said, I'll give it to him. And because of that, Jabez became honorable and became a great man. And that's why he's also in the Bible. <clears throat> so it means that divine honor comes by prayer also. Because we know God. The people who do know their God shall do exploits and shall take action. We know God through the word. He knows us through the prayer. May we be people of prayer. Everything is solved by prayer. Great achievements are done or great things are achieved through prayer. So I want to encourage you to pray to God saying that God bless me greatly. When you read the, the Hebrew, it's not just bless me. The bless me indeed means greatly bless me. Greatly bless me. Enlarge or expand my borders or territory. Give me expanded influence. Expand my influence. Expand my fame. Not to brag. Expand 
my business, expand my ministry internationally like you did, David. God, I pray that your hand will be with me in everything I do. Everything I do. <clears throat> oh, glory. Everything I do. God, please keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. I used to pray that prayer until, but it's like, Lord, don't, don't, uh, not only for myself, but for people. Please, Lord, certain pain, certain difficulties, certain evils that fall upon people. Please, let it not fall upon me or upon X, whoever it is. Because Christian, unbeliever, whatever, there are some storms that hit people, everyone, most people. How <clears throat> I many I get what I'm saying? But you can pray that God keep me from evil. Deliver me from evil so that I will not experience pain. And God will grant it to you and I. And God will bless us. I see God moving you to higher levels. I see God taking you from victory to victory to victory to victory. I see God lifting you up and taking you to a place where you've never dreamed of going. A place of prominence. A place of honor. I see God taking you to levels in him that you have not even dreamt of exists. In the name of Jesus. I see God expanding your bodies. I see God expanding our bodies. I see God blessing us and blessing us indeed. <clears throat> I see God touching every aspect of our lives. In the name of Jesus. I see God ensuring that Ephesians 1.3 is our portion. I see God establishing the fact that our blessings are sure. Our prosperity is sure. Our influence is sure. Our favor is sure. Our protection is sure. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God who lived and died and rose triumphant the third day for our sins. In Jesus' name, shall we stand to our feet and just give God praise. <clears throat> Divine laws of honor. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. Just speak to him. Ask him to take us to new levels. <clears throat> speak to him and ask him to take you to higher levels. Yes, higher levels, higher levels. In the name of Jesus. Just speak to him a few moments. Ask him to touch your heart. 
Ask him to honor you. Lord, I want to know the hope to which you have called me. The hope to which you have called me. Your purpose for bringing me to this world. I want to know it, Lord. I want to know it, Lord. E mama 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 kayati e baloba satala bakayati e malama satandele bibi mala kandele pesetaya e makala e masata bolobo e shabala brasatala bababasuka asking to show you the wonderful hope of your colleagues lord why did you bring me into this world why did you bring me into this world? Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Speak to him. Yes, Lord, I want you to honor the words If I know your name, if I love you, you honor me. You will honor me. Oh, yes.
prevents you from moving to higher levels. It could be anything. I, I want to encourage us to pray, mention it, and tell God that, look, this limitation, Moses couldn't speak well. That was a limitation. He, start, he, start, he couldn't speak. He was just stammering or whatever. But God changed it, and he began to speak. He spoke boldly. He was able to face the Pharaoh. There are different things that affect different people. Gideon was a coward. He was always timid and afraid. But when God touched him, he became a mighty man of valor. So whatever it is, let's speak to God and ask him to make whatever limits us, make us strong in it so that there will be no limitations. For his strength, will made, be made perfect in weakness. Shall we pray? Oh, yes. Jesus. 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 Oh, God, we pray. Every limitation, every limitation. We pray in the name of Jesus that you remove every single limitation. Every limitation that will take us to the place you call us to go. In the name of Jesus, remove every limitation. In the name of Jesus, every limitation in our lives. Procrastination, in the name of Jesus, remove it. Fear, in the name of Jesus, remove it. in the name of Jesus, we want to break out of our bondage. In the name of Jesus, ask God to remove every limitation. What are the limitations are? In the name of Jesus, we command those limitations to be removed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. 
Example of Elijah. Was it? Yes, Elijah. He was up at Mount Carmel. And Ahab, the king, there was going to be abundance of rain. And Ahab, the king, had the swiftest, the fastest, the, the fastest and swiftest horses in the land. Now, Elijah said, look, there's going to be abundance of rain. I mean, take your horse and move quickly. Now, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Elijah and he outran the king's chariots. The man was able to outrun. There's a certain anointing that causes you to overtake. That causes you to overtake your colleagues. That causes you to move higher. Not even one step, not even five steps. steps, Ten steps, twenty steps higher. That anointing, that hand of the Lord, that hand of the Lord that was upon Elijah, which caused him to get his, his, his clothing or whatever and outrun the king's chariots, that anointing is here. And we can pray that God caused me to move in speed, caused me to move higher. Lord, the, the same anointing, Lord, that was even able to get Philip to just be transported. Take me higher. Take me, move me higher. Move me higher, Lord. Shall we pray? Satan, 
king of Israel, but he was anointed to be king. Even the skilled people who, who, who were able to build the ark, they needed to be anointed. Every anointing is important for our lives. We need the anointing, not only for ministry, not only for playing the keyboard, not only for even ushering, but even for our very lives, the anointing affects our lives. Let's pray, God, anoint me. Just like the Bible says, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. Shall we pray that God anoint me? Anoint me. Just said, if we who are evil know how to give good gifts unto our children, how much more shall our heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Now, the next prayer, or at least the last for now, we'll be closing because of tomorrow's service. God willing, we'll be closing in at not more than twenty minutes from now. Hallelujah. The next thing is very important, which is, Lord, Psalm 91, verse 14 and 15. 14 says, because he has set his love upon me, and also because he's known my name. So we want to pray, oh God, give me the grace to set my love upon you. What a prayer. Number two, I want to know your name. I want to know your heart. Draw me close to you. I want to be close to you, Jesus. I want to be close to you. Let's pray passionately that, Lord, I want to be close to you. I want to love you with all my heart, all my soul, all my might. <clears throat> and I want to be close to you. I want to know your name. Shall we pray? 
God, give it to us, Lord. We are asking you much, and it is your will. It is your will that we love you. It is your will that we are close to you. It is your will that we know your name. It is your will that we are close to you. We love you. We know your name. It is your will. Your word says in First John chapter five, verse fourteen and fifteen, that this is the confidence that we have in you. That we ask anything according to your will, we hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we should know that you have granted us the petition that we have asked. Lord, you know that you are praying your will, and therefore we are accepting that you are granting us the petition that we will love you, that we will know your name. That we are close to you. Father God, every single person who is praying this prayer, grant them, grant us this request according to your word in the first John chapter 5. In the name of Jesus, Let's lift our hands to the Lord. Father God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for granting us our request because your word says it clearly that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you've heard us, we should know that you've granted us the petitions that we've desired of you. So we are certain, there's no question about it, that you are, you, you, you are putting in our hearts a great love for you. We will know your name and we would be close to you because this is your will. Father God, we bless you for each and everyone who has prayed that this will be our portion in the name of Jesus. We also pray in Jesus' name for your anointing. Receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. The anointing in this life, the anointing, receive it. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power. Let it flow into your life right now. In the name of Jesus, every single one of us, even those watching, someone is being hit by the power of God right now. Take it as yours in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for your anointing, your grace, your mercies. Yes, we give you praise. Father God, we thank you for breaking us out of our boundaries. Breaking us out of our boundaries, our limitations, the things that limit us. The things that do not cause us to search forward. Father God, we thank you that those limitations are dropped and removed. And your strength is made perfect in weakness. Every weakness of ours, your strength is being made perfect in us. Father God, we thank you for everything we prayed for. We thank you. Thank you, oh God, for causing us to excel 
to move fast and with speed, to, to overtake. Thank you, Jesus. Some will overtake. I see it overtaking. 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 May you overtake. May you overtake. May you overtake. May we move fast. May we move fast. May the Spirit of the Lord touch us. In the name of Jesus, may we be, be blessed. May we be blessed indeed. May God expand us, expand our territory. May your hand be with us in everything we do. And may you deliver us from evil so we will not experience pain. Father God, we pray that you honor us. Honor. May you honor us. Honor is flowing here. Honor is dropping here. Receive honor. Receive honor from the Lord. Receive honor from God. May God honor you in the name of Jesus. 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 Let the power of the Holy in the name of Ghost Jesus. Fall oh, yes. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, we give you honor.
us the grace to do the things that we have heard so that you bless us richly and honor us in the name of Jesus. Let's sing one more song and then we conclude. My beloved is the most beautiful amongst thousands and thousands. My beloved is the most beautiful amongst thousands, thousands.
just before we take our seats, let's lift our hands, including those watching, and receive. May you do well in life. May you be free from pain and regret in the name of Jesus. May the fire and hedge of protection from God protect us and ours in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every one of us, including those watching, in the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and we declare that we will be honored by God in the name of Jesus. We declare that there will be breaking forth, breaking out of boundaries, breaking forth of favor, blessings, honor, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that there will be business people who will be multi-millionaires in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that God will honor us. God will extend our boundaries. God will look after us. God will provide plentifully in the name of Jesus. We pray that God will anoint us. God will make us relevant in the name of Jesus. We pray that God will make us not only relevant, but we will fulfill our calling. The reason God brought us into this world, we will fulfill it in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that we would be found in the place of prayer all the time. That our voices will be familiar in heaven. And that we would be so close to Jesus Christ because of his word. We will be close to Jesus Christ. We will love him. We will know his name. We pray that miraculous power and anointing will flow in and through us in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will fulfill our destiny. We pray that we will fulfill our calling. We pray that you and I and those watching will be all God created us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. And the saints said, Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah to Jesus. It's time for us to take out a good offering. Hallelujah. This is a special day. So including those watching, I want to encourage you to give a very, very good offering to the Lord. Today is the 24th. Next week, God willing, will be the 31st. So one more week from entering into, oh yes, into the new year. So we want to give a very good offering to thank God for what he has done in our lives. What do you think? It's a good idea. Good idea? So let's take out a good offering. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you bless our offering. Thank you for the opportunity to give to support your work. Thank you, O oh God, for Jesus Christ. 
Because unto us a son is born, a child is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Pele. Pele. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. The everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. The zeal of the Lord has said it and we will perform it. Father God, we thank you for this. Thank you for your son Jesus. Bringing him to come into this world. To save us from this wretched life. And because of Jesus, our lives are not wretched. But our lives are peculiar. Our lives are valuable. Our lives are favored. Our lives are honored because of what Jesus did. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I will be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. No weapon from that gaze we shall prosper. seats in the presence of the Lord. God bless you all for coming. God bless you all those for watching. So this concludes our convention. Many things have happened to us that we will see later on. Hallelujah. Because some of these are so weighty that you, you will see it. Before you realize you are walking in practically in what we are talking about practically. I know it and I believe it and you know it and you believe it. In Jesus' name.
So tomorrow, God, when we have Christmas service, hallelujah. So let's um, get ready to give uh, uh, our, of ourselves to Jesus. Just, just, and uh, uh, first, I believe it's Sunday also. Is that right? Yes, I think first is Sunday. We want to think about the things that we want to do for God. I'm not even talking about things per se. I mean, whatever you want to honor God with, maybe you can say, my New Year's, not a New Year's resolution, because those things usually don't work. But something like a, a covenant, I, I don't want to say covenant, because we usually break ours, but God doesn't. But I'm talking about, okay, maybe from, this, from 2023, I'll try to be better in prayer. 2023, I'll try to read my Bible more. So God help me. So all the things, I'll try to uh, do, read a book. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, it's different for everyone. I want us to reflect on what we want to do for God. Hallelujah. 2023. And even things we can change in our lives. Maybe some habits. God, this is what I want to do for you. So let's think about it um, for uh, 31st or, or so. But tomorrow, God willing, is Christmas Day. Let's rise to our feet and share the grace. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you all. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you. Oh, it's okay. Yes. Okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas.